Kadabra! Kadabra! Perhaps you did indeed jinx it. Hit it. I said hit it. I'm hitting it, Captain. Kadabra. I like it. Maybe I can get us out of here with the help of some powerful magic called science. Maybe. Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, The Elysian Kingdom, uh, Season 1, Episode 8 has premiered, has aired. But we're just getting started here tonight on Live Long and Podcast. I'm Dave Mater coming at you with Star Trek TV and movie reviews. Um, flying solo for the moment, at least. Uh, seeing if any of our panelists will be coming along. Um, uh, I know that J Jody and Kevin had sent the regrets. Uh, I, oh, I just got a message that Adam is coming. So I will not just be talking to myself for this one, which is great. Uh, and we'll see if uh, da um, Davin Skelhorn will be along shortly as well. All right. Oh, and coming to us now is Adam Woodward. Hey, Adam, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Good, good. You got the fishies there like Picard? I do. Yeah, nice. Very good. We're talking the Elysian Kingdom, uh, the eighth episode of the season, an Mbenga-focused episode that was a bit Renaissance fair. Um, it was uh, a bit of um, uh, one of those episodes where the crew has uh, a mental sort of uh, takeover, a telepathic takeover. We've seen this kind of episode before, but uh, I really thought that this one was really strong. And um, a really emotional one and a kind of a conclusion of this ongoing storyline with Mbenga and his daughter having the, not leukemia, but whatever the, the, the disease that they're, they're, they're using in the show. So uh, what did you think of tonight's episode, uh, Adam? Adam? Are you there? Hello? Oh, he's frozen there. Okay, we'll just see if Adam's able to come back. Uh, oh, we, we dropped. We drop. No, Davin's also on his way. So that's good. Well, um, and we'll jump into this episode in, in a, uh, a moment in terms of a discussion. But I got to say, I thought that this was good. I think that this um, maybe won't be as well liked as uh, some of the other episodes this season. But uh, Adam, can you hear me now? I can. Sorry, you're lagging there. It's okay. I, you're, you're, yes. <laughs> Dave. Is it me or is it you? Hello? Well, I'm not sure. Um, it, maybe it's the fish? Not quite sure. We're trying to hit it, guys. We're trying to talk about the episode, The Elysian Kingdom. Here on Live Long and Podcast for this Thursday, June 23rd, 2022. Uh, lovely way, lovely day. And uh, we'll see soon if uh, if, if our, the rest of our panelists are able to join us. Um, I thought that this episode really worked for me. I think in particular, Anson Mount was great in it. I thought as, um, not as Pike, but as this sir or this, this court chancellor character he was playing in this episode. Um, he his he got to like really ham it up. I thought that he had a lot of fun with it. I thought uh, Ortega's was very good as well in this episode. Um, I was kind of I don't know if I was completely feeling the Uhura character as much. Um, it was fine, but it was just maybe not as strong as some of the other ones. I think uh, Leon uh, as that princess, uh, or sorry, I, I'm not supposed to call it Leon. It's just La Leon. It's the Gorn, sir. Uh, so you gotta remember, Lawn um, was uh, was the wizard in this one. <clears throat> Sir Dav's a lot with us. Hello, yo, can you hear me? Yes, that's good. Adam's having some technical difficulties, so uh, you're here. Welcome, uh, Davin. Sir Dav's a lot. Sir Dav's a lot. Yes. Um, talk about the Elysian Kingdom, the eighth episode of season one of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, and I was just kind of talking about the episode in general and just some of these other, like how the, um, the characters really played out the different, like the different cast members getting to play these fictional 
characters from the medieval Renaissance fair type story that uh, Mbenga had been reading to his daughter. Um, what did you think of the episode? It it ended strong for me. I thought um, it, it's reminiscent of like the Three Musketeers Barkley episode, or like mm -hmm. one of those. Uh, even even like the Naked Now, or was it the Naked Time? Which, which, but, they, but they get to play somebody different, you know. Yeah, you get to you yeah. get to be completely something. A holodeck episode would kind of give you this, or there's been different versions of this. Uh, there was the the episode of Voyager. There's been a few episodes of Voyager, to be fair. Um, whether it be on the holodeck or they just ha are are placed in some kind of different reality, uh, and so the cast they get to not they don't have to like Anson Mount didn't have to play Pike very much in this episode. He mostly got to play Sir Amon Routh. Who was a uh, <laughs> quite quite the character? I thought uh, like Lon was playing Princess Talia. We had uh, Uhura as Queen Nev. Uh, we had Otegas as Sir Adia. Um, Hammer was well mostly Hammer, but uh, also was playing it up some of the some of the wizard things. A Spock is the wizard Pollux, and Chapel as uh, the Lady Audrey, like kind of the 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 witchcraft character. Um, so yeah, like I, I agree that the, the ending was super strong. I was, I kept thinking like, I'm not crying. You're crying, you know, through the whole yeah. ending. Um, but let, this was an Mbenga focused episode and kind of an interesting one to do. I thought also just with the fact of, um, I thought the storyline with his daughter might go on longer. I was surprised a little bit that it, it concluded uh, this early in the season. But not I'm complaining kind of about it. I'm glad it was. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I I'm not. I, I'm kind of glad it was. It, was, it just, uh, it did come. It did catch me off guard a bit. Uh, mm -hmm. But all good. And so we get um, to start off this episode. We get Chief Medical Officer's log to start this one off. As we've had, a I few, love the uh, rotating not, logs. I love. Yeah, that. not always the captain's log on this show. Uh, and he, he's talking about well, we're studying a nebula, and not much for sick bay to do. We're, we're doing a nebula. So it's just kind of routine work. He's doing um, medical research, and well, and he's we also see his daughter's hand come in here, and she she wants him to read the story to him again. The also called the Elysian Kingdom. Um, so they kind of go back through, or the Kingdom of Elysian. That's what it's actually called, not the Elysian Kingdom. By Benny Russell. Is that what it says? Oh my God. Hey, Benny, something like that. Um, it's hard. I have it a bunch bigger here. It's hard. To, it's hard for me to read on this screenshot. But oh my god, it almost looks like Benny. Benny, something out well. Um, mm. And we see all these different characters here that come up. Um, you know, kind of, kind of hinting at what what's to come. I, I when I first saw like the stills of this episode earlier this week, I didn't expect this kind of an episode. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to end up on no. on a planet where it's like medieval times or something and they have to like kind of they did that in, in lower decks with yeah they did that in lower decks and they've done this in they've done it in tons of star trek episodes but like this 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 was a bit of a threw me a bit off i was like okay and then we so we're seeing like the hints of the characters to come um he's reading the book we're seeing them and she, you know and uh his daughter his daughter's name is what Nakia. Um, no rakia Ra Ruk rukia Rukia, uh, she's saying that she wants diff a different ending. She she's like, why can't this character team up with this character, and why can't I? I don't like when that character does this. And he's like, well, that's the like, story. why can't the huntress just come in and like save them? <laughs> hey, why can't the huntress? Well, like, huntress does other things. He says, which was played by uh, Una. Una got to be the huntress in this one, yeah. and he's like, well, when you grow up, you can write your own stories, and you will. Um, which I thought, you know, kind of tied really well into the ending of the story. Very. You know they had done enough setup in this episode, uh, in this series so far. Even though it's only the eighth episode in, like I know her, I know him, I I, I get their dynamic, and I and um and and this only kind of really um, extended upon that further. Yeah, very 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 charming uh, between the two. They they had great chemistry in all their scenes, um, and you believe it. This whole uh, their whole storyline together that was like breaking my heart every time. So I'm sort of glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah well it's like a kid with basically time. terminal illness uh it's yeah, it's not it the, the cheeriest subject you know it's kind of like the sick kids hospital goes into the transporter buffer but mm -hmm. you're just kind of he kind of talks about in his log he's like 
you know, I, I, I thought we would have found the cure by now and we haven't. Um, so it's, you know, I, I, I don't know what to do. And she's, even though I'm, I'm buying time by storing her in the transporter buffer as much as possible, that's that the clock's going to run out eventually because she's got to come out every often. Uh, I assume she has to eat every so often that she comes out as well. Um, and sleep for that matter. But he puts her back into the transporter buffer uh, here. And then he goes into his research. He's he's working on the medicine, Davin. He's doing his chemist uh, stuff. He's also a pharmacist. He's he, he's putting his pestle and mortar together. He's he's got beakers yeah, and test and tubes. Yeah. yeah, that's old he's, school. I like it. Old school something medicine. Something probably would have saw Bones do in like TOS or something. Right. Yeah. He's putting it together. If, he's if making Bones sp- ever did science. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Sometimes we usually Spock <laughs> and then they would collaborate on t- at times <clears throat> but yeah this one blows up in his face literally uh he's he's coughing it up it doesn't quite work and this is when um i can't remember what this energy field was was it this to contain the smoke i think that no was that was off? just a... oh, no i thought that energy field was the the medicine oh was it oh yeah i thought that was the a reaction like the the malfunction Maybe no, I think the, I think it was a containment okay, field. I, I think it's like a okay. yeah, it's a con- yeah. And then he's kind of he's kind of down on his outs here. He doesn't know what to do. Uh, enter Una, the first officer, number one. Uh, you know, and she's kind of saying, "Hey, uh, what's up? You know, you got we got you need to clear the the shuttle team." Oh, there's Adam. Adam, how you doing? Good. I'm on my my mobile. Something's wrong with my laptops. Pardon me. No, welcome. Um, how how's it going tonight? And can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you great. Hi, Devin. How's it going? Not too bad. You look fine in phone definition. Ah, good. <laughs> Adam, we're just getting to this part of the episode where uh, where you know the first officer Una is having the conversation with Mbenga uh, about you know uh, you know take as much time as you need, but we need you to be the chief medical officer first you know or be to do your job here not just worry about your terminally ill kid yep definitely to the point notice she didn't have the long uh long tunic on tonight no she was wearing the pants tonight pants and uh yeah yeah so she kind of goes back and forth which is cool um you know depending on her mood that day and yeah like I took a lot of stuff in there. And then we go up to the bridge uh, where Pikes, you know, I just, sometimes it's nice not getting shot at by Gorns and Klingons and whatever. I can just do the science work, you know? I can just... Meaning watch thing. everybody else do the science work. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah, look at these scientists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, did Pike say he was in security initially when he first entered Starfleet before yes. he became a captain? Yes, he said he did a. Uh, you know, he was talking about his like his. You know that that time in security. They don't spend too much time. I think it's like when uh, Uhura was in the engineering for a week or whatever. Okay, so so I'm always curious to what like captains did before they became captains because you know initially they were just one of the the crew, right? Um, but but like Picard, we know he was a helmsman, and I think we can kind of infer most of them were helmsmen. Um, but like Cisco, for instance, was a chief engineer. Janeway was a science officer. Um, Archer is the first captain; doesn't really count. Um, and Pike, I, I would imagine, kind of did a bunch of things. Not a scientist, though, per se. Um, anyway, I think, I think, I think Pike, Pike, sorry, Archer was more of an engineer. It felt like. Yeah, yeah. I because th- they were all kind of engineers. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, I, 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 his dad was obviously the creator of the Warp Five engine, so he had that background as well. So yeah, that's fair. Uh, but ne- but wasn't a chief engineer on a ship because there were no real ships yet. Yeah. Right. So uh, you're talking about how uh, Spock says you you might jinx it, you know, uh, or he's talking about human superstitions around you know uh, when things are too good to be true. They usually are. Um, you know, I like that. You know, he's like, let's get out of here. And he says, she's like, are you going to say the thing? Are you going to say the thing? He's like, oh, I will. Here it is. Hit it. She does it. And nothing happens. Uh, I said, hit it. Hit it. Hit it. 
Uh, I'm hitting it, Captain. She was hitting it. No movement, though. Uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on with the ship. They talk to Hemmer down in engineering. He's like, well, our work for seems to be working fine. So they come to the consensus that they should just kind of get a little bit further away from the nebula, and then they should be okay. They offer an impulse, and then their warp field can be reestablished. So that's what they kind of do. But in that process, the ship, the ship shakes, and uh, Ortegas goes down here, <clears throat> gets a, a gash on the head. And, um, you know, so Pike calls for Mbenga to come as an emergency medical to uh, to the bridge. Uh, this is right after he was kind of, as we established, he was kind of burned out. He was kind of working late on that medicine and whatever. So he was not necessarily uh, uh, fresh eyed, I would say, for this, uh, this, this house call up to the bridge. But he heads up and as he gets there. It's like his clothes have changed. The bridge has changed, but not everything. It's not the. I love this like, set. <laughs> uh, this set is awesome. Yeah, Adam, we did. We never really. Uh, you kept cutting yeah, it out right. early. Did you like this episode? No. 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 Okay. No, I. You know, I don't know if you saw my comment <laughs> last night. If we could rate something eleven, but because I watched last last week's last night, that was yes. awesome. That was one of the like the best Star Treks I've ever seen in my life. That. Was, Dude, that was my that least I, favorite of the series so far. Really? Because this yeah. one, you know, I don't. I, I didn't love it. The Serene Squall you liked better. Okay. Well, we'll get. Yeah. Uh, well, when we get to the ratings, we can maybe talk about. We've missed you for at least um, two episodes. Two episodes. We we never got your lift us where suffering cannot reach rating. Yeah. Either. But uh, I don't know. I I found this fun just because I really like this cast. I think is why I liked it. And I think I, I just had fun. I, I, I had fun that they were having fun. I saw I saw here Anson Mount as this Sir, what's his name? What was he called? Uh, Sir Ar Sir Routh or Sir Routh. Yeah. He was just like the scummiest guy ever. Like you know, like just like <laughs> a smarmy. jerk. Smarmy. Uh, you know, and he's just like, What, sir? Uh welcome to the court. Uh, you know, uh, here, let's get let's get the. Uh, I like get the jester. One. Cancel the jester. Oh, uh, you know, you know, I got that one. Summon the court jester. Hold the jester. Hold the jester. Yes, sir. I wanted to see who the jester was going to be, but I don't know. Not me. And that was like that's like the, that's the opening Kyle. sequence. Like it would have been Kyle. That's that that's the cold open. That uh, they're kind of in like a the ship's been changed. What was that episode? Uh, well, face, you know, um, masks. The one where data, you know, because the multiple personalities. Yeah, but that that was a very good episode. I, I love that. Episode. No, masks is terrible. I love I like masks a lot. I, I keep threatening him we're going to do a radio theater of it. Um, oh and, my uh, god! And uh, yeah, like that. The with Matt, this kind of reminds me of masks a bit. Uh, it's kind of in the same thing. Uh, you know, spirit. you know what, Dave? I, I here's what I, I feel is that. We're just getting to know the crew. How many? I mean, what is this? December seventh or eighth now? Eighth episode. Eight. Yep. Yeah, and they departed from their normal roles completely tonight. And um, I, I missed it. too soon. Too soon. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind this kind of episode. Honestly, I, I did a lot. And I mean, with the holodeck, what what is the holodeck except for this? Um, but no, not not yet. Okay, well, maybe that's a fair uh, critique, I think. Um, uh, written by Akela Cooper and Onitra Johnson, directed by Amanda Rowe. Uh, and then we come back in here uh, for, you know, as, as Mbenga has to kind of put this together because, you know, we've literally learned that later learned that Hammer is the only other one not affected because of his telepathic abilities or uh, where Spock's, I guess, were not quite up to uh, the, the par here. But yeah, there's kind of, kind of some things. We meet. Um, this is uh, Sir, well, Sir Adia, who is uh, Ortegas. Um, I guess, the, and that gash on the head got kind of erased, right? Like the injury that that Mbenga was called up here to treat in the first place is not there. Uh, we saw that this 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 um, nebula could cure leukemia, basically as well. So th quite quite some cytokemia. It's even more serious. Uh, and I I think I just was all, all throughout. I was just enjoying them getting bickering with each other these them as these characters some of them worked more for me than others i think that uh anson mount was great i think that um uh, ortega, ortega was great 
Ortega's Two Melissa days. Melissa Navia was great here. Um, I have armed yeah, myself. This... <laughs> yes, uh, uh, he, he, he keeps trying to talk to the computer, and they're like, "Does he mean the Oracle?" You know, just... <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know her name, but the uh, Nurse Chapel was good too. I mean, listen, I, as as we're talking about it, I'm starting to like. I'm liking it more. I'm, this is why I like it's talking. A good to episode. It was fun. You know, he does it the system analysis. Me, I was like, oh, no, not one of these episodes like you were saying, Adam. It was like for the first five minutes of it, I was like, uh, and then it was just yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no, this is good. And it ended very slow. According to the computer, all systems were normal. Uh, so, so Mega is even more confused. He doesn't have much help here. He has to kind of, at least these people are uh, not trying to kill him or anything. So he's like, come along. We have to kind of figure it out. And it helps that he knows the story and he's able Here's to. Here's the thing, of- though. The the entity fix a gash on her head. Yes, that's what I was I was so mentioning. Like, yeah, couldn't it, uh, couldn't it have just cured his daughter? Well, I didn't understand. Yeah, I, I thought that's what was going to happen here. Is that you know, she was she was cured, but then she couldn't leave the nebula. That would have been too mm. easy or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it, it would have would have probably all felt too easy. You have to have sacrifice. Adam, there are two of you now. It's a sad one though, man. It was a gut wrencher. Ugh. Do you want me to add yeah. the second version of you? Yes. Okay, remove the other one. Oh my god, it's double Adam. <laughs> oh, now we get a fish tank. I like this view better. <laughs> okay, we're good. Sorry, guys. I had, like I said, laptop issues. I think everything seems to be working now. Uh, well, your internet's a bit uh, More or laggy. Less. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. <clears throat> It was better than the phone because the phone was making all kinds of weird sounds. Or we're getting a bit of an echo effect on the phone. There's, there's. Oh, he's freezing again. Now, wait. Is he frozen? Is he just good at keeping still? Okay, let's bring back the other Adam. Adam one's back. Adam two. Adam one. Adam two. Adam one. Adam two. Adam one. Adam two. Let's keep moving here. Well, okay, let's keep moving along. Oh, he's back. Adam, oh, both Adams are back. Both Adams. We got so many Adams. Okay, I, I, I don't even know how that's possible because the other one's not even working. Well, the other ones. I still showed the other one, but I'm going to kick it out here. It was yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go back on that one. I'm parking it. Yeah, something. Something with the internet connection is not strong there, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, can you just go sit in front of the fish tank? <laughs> I'll take you over there. Okay. Yeah, he wants. Davin's what? all about the fish tank. He's like a I like fish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I I really like. He's like, we got to get down to sick bay, and he's like, uh, and Pike's character's like, we have to get to the bay of the sick. But that turns out to be uh, Chapel's like little. She's kind of like the witch, I guess, or something. Like, must like commandeer a vessel. Must I commandeer a vessel from the bay? <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick. You know, um, I, 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 Chapel's not in this a lot, but I just her couple scenes in this as this whatever character she was playing, uh, Jesper, as Lady Audrey. Uh, she was quite funny, I thought. She yeah, always stands meeting. out, I find. Yeah, she's one of the better um, char- not characters, but just the way she performs on the show is great. Uh, she does uh, the same things. He, he scans her, talks about her dopamine levels being much higher. Um, they come along with you know, here's Sir Adia. Uh, and then, oh, and then Lon shows up as this princess. But, but wait, <laughs> before you move on there, I, 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 I did like that scene too, you know, because, you know, he, he scans himself and he says, I'm perfectly healthy. And then she does the, you know, the hand and feels his, I guess, his. Whatever is just his his uh, um, whatever you call it, and and finds him very sad. And his, you know, his paw, his paw, as the Bajorans would say. Yeah, that was good. It disgusts me. That's what you should have said to him. <laughs> yes, but 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 very very good scene. Yeah, yeah. No, was, uh, everything was fun. I love what they did with the set. I like they must have had a lot of fun taking the ship and making it this kind of different world, but it's still recognizable. Uh, Lon's, Lon's version um, was very, you know, she's the, the princess, very much uh, cast against type here, I suppose. Um, but looks the part. I was surprised. Looks, looks the part. Has this little dog with her. 
who I believe we find out is the name of the dog is um, is Rhonda. I mean, I scarcely escaped with my life, not to mention my poor little Rhonda. Isn't the very- poor little Rhonda? D- 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 does she get to show a different character in this episode? Eh? Oh, does she ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that she can be completely different <clears throat> than that sort of angsty. Um, one that Jody has issue with a lot. Um, the one who was the most type is Ortega. She was sort of just playing herself a little hyped up. A little bit more of a yeah. security guard version, yeah. but yeah, than, than a pilot. But yeah, kind of a not not that different than their main a swashbuckler. Character. A swashbuckler, a battler. So got to have some fun with that. Uh, there's different information exchange here, but it's mostly just about the costumes and and things and he tries to figure this out the facial the costumes Dave? costumes are great i love the costumes i thought it was it was excellent um good, very good full, full marks here yeah just the right stuff. amount of pips there were no pips so it, it, no it made pips. it easier i i deducted <laughs> a point from d space nine at nine last night because they called that. him a rear at they called him a rear admiral and he was clearly wearing four pips you were uh, correct you were correct i was on your he side a, for sure he was a full admiral. Sorry for missing that, but you guys did a fun review. I enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. No, we missed you for it, but uh, we know you retired last night. That's why we have so many of us here on Live Log and Podcast, so we can all kind of rotate in. Uh, I thought I was going to be by myself for a moment tonight. But we see here, Hemmer is getting dragged off by the Crimson Guard, who is like the, the, the soldiers of Uhura's character. They're dragging him off. He's he. We 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 can kind of figure out in just the first few minutes of dialogue here that Hemmer is not affected by, yeah, the the uh the the this whatever one else is has been. Uh, is that scar always all over her eye? Is that just uh, we gotta look no. back at that? No, that was added. Anyway, the king shows up and they're kind of you know he kind of figures out who Hemmer is. He goes, Oh, Hemmer is this wizard from the story. I need, I need that wizard to help me find the mercury stone, which we find, which we later learned is his daughter. But, but first we need to have, you know, he, she, uh, this one, the crimson guard one, she needs to challenge for it. But uh, he knows, he knows from the book. He's like, I have the right of something or other. Uh, so he uses his knowledge of the of the story to sort of circumvent this and kind of avoid a conflict directly, but they still get away with Hemmer here. The right of ascension. <laughs> exactly. Um, he's like, we need to get Hemmer. And they're like, well, all right, or whatever his character's name is. We go over to the uh, to the room here, and I like how like the kingdom of Elysian looks like it's this island. But it's actually just the silhouette of the Enterprise. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Very slick. Right. I guess the, the red and the blue, the, the red and the blue territories represent, like, I guess the, the two different sides uh, in this conflict. Uh, so there's still, like, you know, obviously it's still a Starfleet graphic on the screen, but there's candles everywhere. Uh, the discussion here about what to do goes on for a while but they're just having fun with this stuff oh she starts singing at one point yeah that's oh yeah, yeah i didn't pull yep. any of that but uh yeah it was just like, it? No. yeah you can do it do your impression. no i can't hit that high note she does at the end <laughs> michael connor saying this episode was doomed for me and they pulled it off better and better as it went along and the veil lifted yep. Thanks, Mike. Agreed. Yeah, you know what? I I, I agree feeling. with Mike. Exactly. That's a that's a great a great uh, um, description. That's the way I felt too. I mean, maybe it was a little hard at the beginning again, but that's the way I felt. I I saw this happening. I go, oh god. And right. <laughs> but as it started going along, it was pretty good. I was I yeah I think it's 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 it it kind of just seemed like it was gonna be a goofy episode for the most part, and then it it finishes off with this real emotional beat, which I'm getting we're trying to get to, but. Yeah, oh, just like look at this pose here with with Anson Bat with the thumbs up. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so great stuff. They run into um, to Spock after this, and he's like another wizard. Uh, Spock is the wizard Pollux uh, in this story. He got to be a little bit more relaxed, Ethan Peck, in this uh, in this episode. 
So at this point, I, 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 I was remembering my classics because, you know, they were talking about Castor and then Pollux, right? Yep. And and I had to look it up because it's been a long time, but they, they were the sons of Queen Leda of Sparta. Uh, they're t- um, they had twin sisters, Helen and Troy, and right. Clemestera. Okay, Castor and Pollux were charged, uh, changed into the constellation called Gemini. Uh, Tyndarius, the king of Sparta, was the father of Castor, which made Castor mortal, while Zeus was the father of Pollux, which made him a demigod. And it goes on from there. But, you know, it was, I was trying to remember the link, and then I had, I had to check it out. Well, you know, in Castor Troy, uh, in the movie Face Off, has a brother named Pollux Troy. Uh, uh, yep. uh, Castor Troy, played by Nicolas Cage. So his, I guess his parents were into the uh, the classics. Um, anyway, classics, so... Can we appreciate my new fake name for a second? Oh, sure. What's your name? The Skelsian King. The Skelesian King. The Skelesian King. I like it. Yeah. It was Sir Dad's uh, It was Sir Dad's Here, I can leave it up for a minute. You know, to, to <laughs> but uh, the, the wizard Pollux, as played by Spock, is going to lead them to this thing. And it's just a Jeffrey's tube. Uh, he, he's very like, look, we'll go up to Jeffrey's, the, the secret uh, path here. Uh, <laughs> so they climb the ladder. And he leads them basically right into a trap where we meet the Uhura character, the Queen Nev. I believe was the name. Uh, you can tell that um, that again, Celia uh, Rose Gooding having a ton of fun with this particular version that she got to play. Instead of being the uh, the cadet, she's the queen and she's the boss, and got to kind of really uh, you know play that out and kind of the villain really of the of this um, story, I suppose. Um, there's different uh, you know this is down in engineering, by the way. I think. And uh, basically, you got to remember everything that happens here. Guys, help me remember what happens with this whole scene. It's well, just... first of all, I was a little surprised. I mean, I you know, I was checking off who they were, you know, casting. Uh, but where is Una? Well, she shows up She's later the, as the archer. Huntress. She's the huntress. All right. Because I, I, I wanted her to have this role. Yeah, like you would, you would have thought, but they get they get instead they gave it to Ahura. Um, and I guess they could have mixed and matched any of these roles around. Uh, but the, this is what they yeah, Uhura looked the most like the character in the book, right? But they could have is the book real? The book's not a real book, right? Like they could have illustrated them to be whatever. No, I just think they did. Yeah, I think they did that all on purpose. So. Yeah. And then they get locked up here. I love Ensign Mount. He's just like, get me out of here. He's slapping the bars, crying out. Cry. He's just so cowardly compared to his normal, like, brave, dashing kind of character he plays. Uh, so it was just a lot of fun for me to see him in this uh, against type here. They're locked up with Hemmer. Uh, and Hemmer, you know, kind of explains how uh, he was able to block the telepathic attack because of his training, because he's an Anar, which is different than typical Andorians. Uh, they have more telepathy. They're all born blind, uh, but they have like more precognitive abilities and telepathic abilities. And so they kind of you divide know, some of No, no, they're well established by the 23rd century. <laughs> which is like his yeah, it's just crowd. They're just like in a transporter room here. Uh, that's mm. that's the the cell. So it's interesting to see how the ship's been played out. And all this happens over. Everything's only five hours. This entire this entire episode just spans about five hours because they tell us at the end that they're all they, none of them remember any of this, which I think it would have been more, more fun like if they 50 did. minutes to me. Weird how time works. Yeah. Well, there was there was some time jumping <laughs> things. But uh, they're like, here, you need to like say, like, use your your ma- your magic. And uh, Hammer says, maybe I can get us out of here with the help of some powerful magic called science. <laughs> science, science, science. What do you what um, what um, what does a wizard say? Abracadabra tells him. Abracadabra. I like, I like it. it. I like it. Yeah, he says you got to turn away or you'd be blinded. He's like, what about you? I'm a wizard. He says. <laughs> I will blind you all with science. Yeah, opens up the door here. It goes. Uh, she, oh yeah, and then uh, 
Sir Arya's like, I like this science. This is good stuff. Science did that. Yeah, blows it off. Good stuff. It was, good, it was, it was all, all fun. I think this is a real like. I, I like this episode just to give me more acquainted with these actors and what, <laughs> what, what their ranges are and sort of, um, you know. Even though I agree that like, you would think that something like this would maybe come later in a series after you kind of know them better. Um, and on the other hand, we kind of know Pike. We know uh, some of these characters better than others, whether before or after this. <clears throat> and I think you kind of uh, fall into this cast quicker than the cast of any of the other shows. Like, Right. I don't know if it was just the quality of the first episodes compared to first episodes of some other Trek series, but eight episodes in, you feel like you know everybody. For sure. It helps that, like, we obviously know Uhura from the original series and the movies. So it's not that, or, and same with Chapel and, and Spock, of course. Um, and, and with Pike and Una, it's, we kind of saw them a bit in, 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 in Discovery. Uh, plus, of course, you know, they got that, that what we saw in um, the, the original pilot way back when, I guess, if you want to infer from that. And, uh, but like characters like Hammer and Lawn and Ortegas, like, they're we they're not really established so we they, they um they're kind of new here uh yeah she's kind of threatening her minion here uh she threatens uh the the wizard pollux is played by spock here uh you'll be taking their place if you can because they they find out that they escaped and benga and those guys have escaped they go after it here we find out that um spock's character and Hammer's character are supposed to be brothers, right? Yeah, Both. Castor and Pollux. But is is that was his name Ka Pollux? Was that was that the name of uh, of Hammer? That was the name. That was the name was of Spock. Pollux, yeah, Spock was Pollux, but was Hammer? I can't remember what Hammer, Hammer's Hammer was. Caster. He was Caster. Okay, so yeah, all right, gotcha. Uh, Caster Troy. Anyway, there's a big sword fight here. Uh, this goes, you know, goes on for <laughs> quite a while. Uh, and then, like Pike's character, just runs away. There, just like I, I, I can't. Every time he, he was just being Mister Cowardly, I found it funny. Uh, I was surprised, like you know, that uh, with all the sword fights and everything, like you know, someone could have been hurt. Someone could, uh, could there could have if there had been a fatality in these five hours, uh, that would have even confused matters uh, more so. But I, I got the impression that the nebula entity wasn't maybe going to let anybody get injured uh well, that, that was the interesting part when mabenga at the end there was saying my, you know my crew needs to get out of this they're, they're in danger no they weren't yeah were they were they not they're fighting with swords though yeah Maybe you know back to the classics for a minute because it's called the uh, the elysian kingdom in classical uh mythology elysium or the elysian fields uh, were the uh, was the home of the blessed after death. So very, it's like uh, yeah, but very apropos <laughs> to like when I, what happens to the daughter. True. Um, and, and then the final recipes of the souls that are heroic and pure. You know. During the the whole sword fight here, uh, the huntress shows up as played by Una. Uh, we see her character here from the book displayed. Um. And they go, ah, oh, and they all run away. Uh, and we see that our, the Aria character, I don't know what the, the full intent between this Aria and uh, Huntress be, because, oh yeah, that was that was what the daughter wanted, right? She wanted them to team up. And they get yeah, more than a Huntress team up here. And, and save the day. They, they were like a thing, these two, in this episode. Like, they're like, we know each other very well. You, yeah, she says you could call more, or you could write more. You could send more scrolls, more ravens, whatever. It's like in medieval terms, you could, you know, uh, you could text more often. Let me know what's going on with you. Homing pigeon. Down in, homing pigeon. What's going on down in engineering? Hammer's trying to figure things out, uh, saying that it seems like we're the, the the nebula is sending some kind of energy towards us, the Genesian nebula, and he talks about this whole theory about. Um, Help me out with the science, guys. It was something basically that this 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 theory of a, a super intelligence that spontaneously comes to being all of a sudden, right? Uh, that the nebula was just a nebula, and then one all of a sudden one day it was like an intelligent life form for no particular reason. It just is consciousness with no body. Consciousness, yeah, like a consciousness manifests itself. 
mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of like a neat thing. Uh, I always like when they bring kind of science fictions or even scientific theories into Star Trek, and then they play it out around the story and makes a story mm-hmm. around it. Well, there are so, other things we've seen in Star Trek that could be that as well. Like, what is the Nagilum? Maybe that was just a consciousness that... Right. What, what about that telepathic pitcher plant that tried to eat Voyager? That one, too. Yeah. There's been a few uh, big, um, big, huge clouds in the sky with consciousness. You remember the hands that held the Enterprise? Well, that was uh, no. Apollo. No. I, I know mourns? it was Apollo, but I, know, I always like that image. Yeah. Who mourns for Adonais? Which yes. Dad always thinks it's Adonis. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> some things here. Like, in terms of like, the story and the dialogue, there's not a lot to say because most of it's just them being like Renaissance Fair and play- LARPing. But... Uh, <laughs> um, it moves along uh, and they kind of come up to the, they kind of figure it out. Like I'm being kind of pieces it together with hammer and they kind of go, well, my, it's coming from my daughter. They kind of figure this out from sick bay. They go to transporter. She's not in the transporter room. Where would she go? And he kind of realizes from the earlier conversation that, you know, she always wanted to see my quarters on the ship and that's kind of where she would go. And that's kind of where they come down to the conclusion. Although, however, it's overheard by this, this devious Pollux, who says she's like, Mercury, St- Mercury Stone is a child, he's like, yes. So their evil plan doesn't come fully to fruition, but they bring up Pike here, who they've captured, and he's like, what do I have to do? And she's like, just you know, work for me now. And he's like, oh, okay, I can do that. We're working up a witch's brew here. He grabs this communicator, which comes into play later. Trying to figure this out. Man, this goes. I took so many screenshots. I take less. A lot happened. Uh, I like how he. I like how here how he turns on him. How Pike will like his character turns on him. Puts the, the, he's like, sorry, sir. They offer me your kingdom, and how could I resist? But he's like, we have magic. And this was one of my more, my more favorite moments of the episode where uh, Hammer gets to really show off his thing. He's like, I'm a wizard and stuff. And I got magic and I'm going to do things. And Pollux is like, that's not a real thing. You can't do all these things. And he does does his different moves here. Abra! Uh, That was good. That was fun. <laughs> Abra, Cadabra. <coughs> really enjoyed that. Screams them out. And then he looks out to the nebula. He goes to his quarters and finds his daughter. And this is where this is where the emotion really starts to come into the episode. Uh, because we can see that she's been communicating with this nebula. He scans her with the tricorder, figures out that her what's it called? Cyto cytokemia. Cyto, yeah. Cytokemia has been has been cured. Um, and is like the coolest cat in the world, too, as like a character in this cast. Like he's always he never really um he even when he plays he emotion well. He's very restrained. He's very restrained, I would say. But you can he's still but he's not like a like a Vulcan or anything. He's very he emotes, but very subtly. Um, Hammer kind of volunteers to be like the voice of the nebula here, and he, he tells the nebula to be gentle. I didn't, I didn't get the impression it was fully gentle. He kind of anyway, he has a conversation. A bit of a headache was kind of the uh, result here, and he's like, "Well, if we t- the nebula, which has kind of got this woman's voice coming through Hammer, so it's kind of Hammer's voice and it's kind of this nebula voice." Uh, but if she, ret- if if I leave, then the child will, the disease will return, and then she'll die. She can come with me, and I think ultimately, and Benga leaves it up to to um, to her, right? She gets to make the decision mm-hmm. for what she wants to do. Just to go with him. But there's kind of a real tearful goodbye here. I thought was very powerful, and then. Yes, because he keeps like, like he's just touching her arms constantly because he knows it's the last time he's ever going to touch her. And it's like heartbreaking. Man. Yeah, it's, especially as I, 
as this little yeah, kid. He acts and then, the shit and, out of it. He acts the shit oh, out of it. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. The 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 entity, the nebula, whatever, uh, then kind of swirls around her, and she's like it tickles. So it's I guess not a painful process. Turns her into light, and then she goes out the window. And there's kind of this moment where she's like she's gone, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm probably gonna run upstairs and hug my daughter when we're done here. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know what to do. She's gone, and then a moment later. She comes back, but fully grown now, as this adult. With her buddy uh, Deb, her buddy Deborah, the entity Deborah, who was we find out was her mother. I guess his, you know, late wife. Um, so you know, we're not sure. We don't really have the full story, but she's you know, he says she looks just like her. Um, and this was really emotional too, because we saw that he's like, well, she's like all these all this time for 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 minutes or seconds for you were years for me. So I, I have a feeling him as well. He missed. And 15 Everything. years of his daughter's like horrible. Yeah, he was still processing all this, and then this happens, yeah. right? Um, that's shock. This was shocking. Like her coming back was pretty shocking. Ezra Miller's not on this show, Jeff. No, I feel like I think there's maybe, a, a, something there I'm not getting. I think he was thinking he thought Ethan Peck, maybe. I don't know. This, this, I'm not sure who he thought looked like Ezra Miller, but. Then it gets even like there's tears here. Uh, who plays Mbenga? What's this guy? Because we haven't, you know, Mbenga a, is a word for Goliath tiger fish. Oh, yeah, Babs Olusu Mokin. Olusu Mokin. I'm probably not saying that right. Babs, uh, anyway, he's he's great, Babs. he's great in this episode. This was a great episode to give him, and I think you know, again, Mbenga was a character from the original series, another doctor we saw on the Enterprise, so we know that he'll be on the Enterprise 10 years from now. Uh, but that's uh, that's really all we know about him in terms of like his personal life, like or anything really about him. So it's uh, this is some really strong, interesting detail. Um, and the goodbye here, and then she kind of warps away, and then everything's back. And what I thought was interesting is that even even Hemmer didn't have a memory of this. I thought that was an interesting choice because he was kind of along for the ride. I thought that uh, teaming up Hemmer and Mbenga in this in this episode was kind of interesting, and they kind of washed it all away in some ways, at least from Hemmer's point of view. Um, but they kind of keep going. Back in sick bay, he's like, "Yeah, everyone just thinks they were out for five hours, and there's no other record of it. It just shows as kind of nothing uh, in the official logs." He finishes the story, and then um, Una shows up, and they have a conversation about it. Uh, and she's like, "You know, he's he's like, he basically says he's going to file the report to kind of explain what happened, right?" And that his daughter's okay now, and that's kind of the end of the story. That's the end, guys. Uh, in terms of a plot, yes, the green dude. I think you mean uh, you mean Ethan Peck, Jeff. That's Spock. But yes. So, guys, the Elysian Kingdom. Um, maybe we could get. I don't know if we have much in terms of fun facts because it's just aired. But let's get, let's get into some ratings uh, and uh, break this down. Um, so Adam, I didn't get your your rating for episode six. Uh, if you wanted to, do you remember that one? What was episode six? I, I watched it. I know I did. That was the one with Pike and the planet where um, there was like the the first servant uh, the, with the kid. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. That was all right. Uh, that was a good eight. That was a good eight out of ten for uh, Adam. Uh, and so for tonight's episode, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going eight out of ten. I thought this was good. Uh, Kevin's not with us, nor is Jody tonight. Davin, what would you give this one? Eight. Yeah, I agree. I liked it as good as a kid one. They were similar in the in the in the sense that they were they were kind of uh, not the strongest start to the episodes, and they ended strong. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That, that, they do have that in common. Um. And Adam, what was your rating out of ten on this week's? Yes. Yes, Galician yeah. Kingdom. Seven. Seven and out again, of ten. I don't like having to feel like it's going to be a crappy episode and then wait for the good stuff to start. Yeah. No, you hit start it strong, 
Uh, no, I don't, uh, I don't think it started strong. I, I, that's my point. I was like, as soon as he got off that turbo lift and that king and that, you know, that costume, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I feel it. Yeah. I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah. It took a while to get going in terms of it. Like it's, it's, it's hard hitting stuff, but they had some fun too. So it was kind of like this weird mix of comedy and drama. Um, who uh, mentioned uh, different combinations? So they have a bunch of writers and they have teamed them up in different ways throughout these different episodes. Uh, every episode's had a different director, I think, uh, so far. So that's been also interesting to see how they've been playing that out. Um, and then the, I don't know if we have an, if they've announced the name of the next episode or not yet, but I'm going to have a quick look here. No freaks in that director list. Where's I, I think. Where's Freaks? He directs everything. Guys, this is down to a 6.4. I checked. This was at 6.8 this morning. It's down to a 6.4 on IMDb. Uh, people aren't ready for this sort of thing. Yeah. And this is like, like Kevin, or uh, like Adam said there, it's uh, probably too early for a lot of people. I can only imagine if Jody was here tonight, what he would be saying. Well, I, I think he'd give it a five. I, th I think you're probably right. I don't think he would give this a very high rating. I think Jody uh, would give this an 11. <laughs> well, we'll find out when we catch have, up with Joe. He would have nothing harsh to say about the fantastical characters or or the the ending. <laughs> New world. Okay. I'm just having a quick look. Uh, the next episode, guys, is called "All Those Who Wander." Mm. We're gonna have a Wesley Crusher cameo. Oh, oh, do you think it's about the the, the travelers? The travelers? No, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, all those that wander. Now, as far as I understand, there's only going to be ten episodes this season, so we only get two. Oh, there's only no. two more to come. Yeah, this I thought it was thirteen. My whole night. Me too. So yes. we've got we've got two really good ones going to come here. I, I know it. I would imagine they're going to finish strong here. Um, you know, and I don't but think that, that this episode, was. The, that episode Sorry. doesn't seem so abrupt now that I know there's only 10 in the season. Like, if you were to throw in that episode, this episode into, like, episode 20 of the first season of TNG, it would, wouldn't have seemed too soon, probably. No, so no, but because the, the seasons move so much faster, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's, def it's definitely a bit more jarring. Okay, well, here, we're going to take this down, guys. Um, any final thoughts on the Elysian Kingdom, or this? how's the season going for you guys so far? Love it. That's you know, Dave, a long, long time. Yeah, I totally agree. This is so good, and, and you know, you after spending so much time on Discovery and and Picard, I, I can't even tell you how good this is. And I thought those were good. So yeah, and I and for me, I think Discovery and Picard. Uh, I would say Picard worked for, works for me less than Discovery does. Yeah. Uh, strangely enough, I think Discovery at least they're on a ship and they're in Starfleet and they're doing missions and whatever uh versus Picard which is just like this kind of weird mishmash of characters that I can't quite get my head around and it's a lot of it's a lot of like them trying to jam too many ideas uh into one thing but with this this is classic Trek this strange new world is classic Trek it's 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 um they're taking a lot of uh things from next generation even like having these different character focused episodes because if they were yeah. doing this in like the style of original series it would all be it would just be the Pike show and maybe we get a little bit of Spock but, here but, and there. But tonight's episode was a lot like first uh, original series. You know, there was a lot of, I, I felt more than next gen. Yeah. Like, I, I think Masks is the episode this really reminded me of more than anything. But uh, really? Yeah. I, I love Masks. So I, you know, well, I would have given Masks. You know why Masks is terrible? Because yeah. a four year old would have figured out that whole mask analogy like ten seconds into that episode, and they're like, "Oh my god, night and day. Who Where are the thought? sun and the moon? Like, Who will ever put this together?" Oh my Apicard. god! It's just like uh, you just—I don't know. I just want to bang my head off the wall that whole episode. It's probably my least favorite TNG episode. I, I thought that Brent's other than Code of, of Honor, of course. Of course. <laughs> or the All right. perfect mate. Which I also don't like. Uh, actually, I love masks, and we will do a radio theater, and you don't have to cover that one, Dad, but it's okay. But, no, I'll play Data. <laughs> or oh, so cold. Can you bring me near the fire? Yeah. All right. Well, no, uh, I'll stay home. 
Yeah. Well, we'll wrap up for tonight. By the way, start, speaking of uh, Star Trek Radio Theater, the, the uh, Darmok, which we recorded back in April uh, with Adam as Dar- as Dathan and uh, Adam, or sorry, Davin as um, uh, as Captain Picard, that is almost done. I, I know I'm really late on the edit on that, guys, but I think you're really going to enjoy the final edit. Uh, I should have that out tomorrow. That was a good uh, one. It was a good one, and the final mix is coming in. Uh, it's just been taking me forever to. I've been chipping away at it bit by bit. So, uh, Star Trek Radio Theater, and then we will plan out our next edition of Star Trek Radio Theater as soon as I can. I, I can have that one in the rearview mirror. Uh, and then also check out our other podcasts here on Live Long and Podcast, including Monday nights Star Trek Enterprise rewatch. Sometimes with uh, Adam Woodward. Uh, he's been away for I feel like a while. Uh, yeah, I'm back in town starting next Monday, so we're good. We're we um Adam we we I think it's well just you were because uh, I missed you you were on when I wasn't on too so there's there's yeah. a bit a bit of that too uh but we just watched Dead Stop this past Monday and next Monday it's uh, be a, a night in sick bay is the episode we're covering season two episode five uh every uh, Wednesday night right now uh, it used to be Tuesdays now it's Wednesdays Star Trek D Space Nine at nine ish with Jeff Mater. Uh, we are now into the thick of season five, guys. Um, we are, we've come back most recently. We took a couple months off there as well. Uh, we did Dr. Bashir, I presume, last night. And next week, it's a simple investigation. So check out our, uh, our recaps and reviews. Oh, Deep Space Nine is great. It's, just, it's good to be back watching yeah. Deep Space Nine again because you guys are back on the show. And Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, Kevin commented way. about how the D Space 99 r- makes him real. Oh, we lost that. Uh, makes him realize that um, how much he likes or how much he dislikes the Enterprise characters in comparison to the D Space 9 cast and oh, characters. Man. You know, he's like, they, they're just D-Space not as strong. The best cast ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the best writers ever, I think, uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. So it's like, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's hard to kind of live up to that. Oh, there's Adam. Hey, he's back. Um, also, check out our other podcasts. Oh, check out Davin's podcast. He's got Locuters of Trek, his Star Trek theme channel. What's what you got going on? Trivia? You got some writer's rooms? You got some, uh, some debate nights? We've been on nights. a bit of a hiatus, but uh, we'll have to get Adam in here on a, a probe here soon, a Class L probe. And we also have, uh, eventually, an episode of a regular podcast episode on the comedy of Star Trek. And then, I don't know, maybe get Dave over here for a geek tall challenge or something which dave <laughs> you oh me i'll come back for the geek tall challenge uh as i you're the you know, champion I love, <laughs> I love my klingon stuff you yeah. know i'm just uh, waiting for my batleth right i do not like doctors any doctors that's from last night i'll yeah. be waiting that's more fitting yeah that's me i'll be waiting for the geek tall challenge but yeah not a uh, lot going on over there more going on on the x-men what's going on x-men the animated series x-rated well we just finished season two we're taking a week off and this coming tuesday we'll be back for season three episode one out of the past part one and then well drop an exclusive here on your show nobody knows this yet after that we will be having an interview with the voice of rogue lenore zan oh wow yeah former former canadian member of parliament Indeed, her private member's bill just went to second reading and I'm on environmental racism. And I hope or or is she still a member of parliament? No. Nope. No? She's no longer in there? You got uh, villains to fight, Sugar. Sugar. Oh, well, I will definitely be checking that one out. And uh, the one that in into the out of the past, is that the one where Bishop comes in? Or is that. No, that's uh, this is a Lady Deathstrike episode. Wolverine's oh, past. Oh, with Alpha Flight? No, more like his time in Japan, but oh, uh, Japanese. Oh, Lady so Deathstrike does debut in an Alpha Flight comic. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, well, check out uh, Davin's podcast, X Rated, uh, as well as my son, Amy Mater. He's got uh, Let's Talk About Fighting Games that he does with his buddies on video games and which are fighting exclusive, as well as uh, um, Michael Chan and Alex Blackburn. They've got the Hellbound podcast as well. And check out our other channels, including Super Mater Brothers podcasting I do with uh, with my brother Jeff. Uh, we got Big Brother USA season 24 starting in just about two weeks. We'll be doing a cast preview for that. That will be going on for three months. We're covering that with Jamil Robinson and Jeff as well. Uh, we just wrapped up season Survivor Season 42, as well as Big Brother Canada 10. And then Trivial Debates. I, I, uh, I'm looking for some contestants, guys, for a June episode. When, when did Survivor be... At what point did Survivor become older than you? 
uh oh when they did two a year so like if i had two birthdays a year i would catch up with with uh with the uh, survivor so when when is uh, uh trailer debates this sunday i haven't set it up yet no i so maybe we could even do it oh next Sunday. yeah whenever whenever yeah I, honestly i've been focused so much on that radio theater edit i haven't uh had enough time to pull uh i need to hire a, like a like a scheduling producer maybe i should get my son to do that that would be a good gig for him so um help me help me coordinate these these dates so uh but yes i'm gonna be all for that i i would set it up right now if you guys want to do it i haven't been for a while i'd like to come back Davin, could i talk you into a sunday edition of trivial debates yeah i think so yeah okay, i wait. think i'm good for sunday all right wait, what well, time what time Whatever time works, I, I need uh, you to we'll make figure it, it out. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I dive in. I'm good for earlier than than later. If you want to go a little earlier, I can go earlier is better for me. On okay. Sunday. Trivial debate on Sunday earlier yeah. is better, and who should host? Oh, we'll figure that out. Okay, we'll figure out who's in and then who's doing it. But uh, thank you guys. That would be great uh, to get. I, I need to get back on that horse uh, with trivial debates. So check that out Sunday morning. It sounds like we'll be doing our next edition. All right. Uh, and until then, uh, we will check you guys next time uh, here on Live Long and Podcast, Strange New Worlds Recap Podcast. And uh, and maybe we can get out of here with some, um, with, with some magic called science. Thank you, Davin. Thank you, Adam. And we will see you next time. Maybe I can get us out of here with the help of some powerful magic called science. Maybe. Oh, thank you.